0: Minister Theresa May of the United Kingdom, and I wish to talk to you today because our nation is facing a very, very important exit of sorts, uh, an exit to my call a Brexit. Oh no, Jason, is she pushing Brexit on our show? Uh, look, uh, is, she, she wanted to come on. She's very important. Just let her say her piece. All right. I thank you so much for listening to me today, but you have to understand, we're facing a crisis in England, and in uh, Scotland, and in Northern Ireland, Uh, but not so much in Wales, because fuck the Welsh is what I'm saying. Um, And really that's the whole point of this uh, Brexit situation, is that we want to get out, you see, of the European Union, but we'd kind of like to leave Wales there. So, uh, I I guess fuck Wales is really what I'm here to say, so fellas enjoy the show, Uh, good on you.
1: And uh, I support a red, white, and blue Brexit. Thank you. Wow. Uh, I mean, it was wonderful to have Theresa May, but I didn't know she was going to push her agenda.
2: Schindler's List was overrated.
1: That's a weird take. What what, what did she say? I think she said Schindler's List was overrated. Oh, my word. I don't think... Uh, That's not nice. That's... I mean, dropping controversy yeah. on this show
0: left and right. Well, I mean she's got a you know she's got a lot of problems right now, so
1: but uh we made sure she took the Brexit out of the studio, huh? <laughs> she did <it> right out. <laughs> yeah, and now we're out of the customs union. Damn it. There's no
0: backstop for us, Brennan.
1: I don't know if you know this, folks, but we actually record this show in Liverpool. Liverpool, England. Yeah. Upon we're, the well, we're actually sitting on the spot where the Beatles first met. <laughs> That's right. Well, they're here with us too. Hello there. I don't know which one that is. Hello, it's me. I think it's
0: John. I'm not sure. Hello. Oh, Hello. wait. Hello there. I'm Paul. Hey. Or I'm at least Dana Carvey's impression of Paul. I'm not sure. Paul McCartney of the Beatles. Is that you,
1: George? <laughs> what is going I don't. Hello? No, I should not do your no <laughs> ha- Nope. Hashtag uh, 2019, Brendan. Uh, the show's
0: already off the rails. I don't think the show's going to go the way we thought it was going to go. No. But I am Brendan. And I'm Jason. And this is Full Screen. And Contra. And Jason, what do we normally do on the show? We talk about the best British films ever made as of 1999 on a list provided to us by the British Film Institute. In person. In person. They They had a a courier. They they sent a fellow in a bowler hat who came to us. (laughs) And and, delivered a letter. And
1: delivered it. When I saw the bowler hat, I was a little scared. Bowler hat, mustache, like. Very official. I was a little scared because we'd done Goldfinger on this show. Yeah, um, yeah. And when I saw the bowler hat, I got a little intimidated. It, it, it did not glint, so we were okay. He did look at me weird when I asked if his hat could cut a statue. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, and when I asked him if he was from like some Asian country, maybe it, that maybe was that was clearly not Asian. Maybe that. that was racist on my part. I mean, absolutely. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, but but he
0: didn't look Asian at all. So was it racist? <laughs> Maybe that's I mean th- th- there's got to be white people from China. There's lots there's lots of people that are Asian that grew up here. There's got to be white people that live in China that are as Chinese as any China person. Hot t- Wait, did you just call Yeah, I was referencing that uh, that China. guy. China. Remember that guy that US politician you called them China people? <laughs> Donald Trump? No, I mean it was certainly in his camp. I don't know what the guy's name was. This is was.
1: the longest intro we've ever done. We It's going to be say... a w-
0: it's going to be a fucking mess. So Here's the thing, folks. Yeah, Brennan and I had this idea uh, that we were gonna do an April Fool's episode and like be super kayfabe about uh, the movie and pretend that this was like the greatest movie ever made. Yep, Marvel's and The Avengers, Marvel's The Avengers, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, exactly. And um, but we watched this week a movie that is not a great British movie, it's not on any list that the Wildlife has put out. Yeah, I was gonna say. On some lists. It's it's certainly on some IMDb lists. Um, (laughs) But this week, Brendan, we are watching the 1998 classic, The Avengers. Not Marvel. Starring Robert Downey Jr. No, no. Starring Buffalo. <laughs> starring previous. Uh, uh, oh, what's the word? Uh, starring um, previous criminal. Pre- previous criminal on this podcast. Ray Fiennes. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's no Daniel Day Lewis. He's no Daniel Day Lewis. He, he, he. Well, Daniel Day Lewis is, is history's greatest monster. Well,
1: that's what I mean. You can be a criminal. Ray all Fiennes you want.
0: is cinema's craftiest criminal. <laughs> We're a few beers deep, folks. This is going to be a fun episode.
1: Oh! Also
0: starring uh, the... So it's not Ralph Fiennes? It's not Ralph Fiennes. It's Rafe... I
1: thought that... He's, Rafe. He's British. I thought that for a lot longer time than I'm willing to admit on this podcast.
0: It's okay. Rafe Fiennes.
1: Painting for the Fiennes?
0: Yeah, very good. Very good.
1: Thanks. I object to all this sex on TV. I mean, I keep falling off.
0: And of course, of
1: this is all from the movie we're
0: talking yeah, about. Yeah. So, 1998 Avengers, Ray finds, and then we've also got In Her Prime.
1: And Julie mean, Christie. And to
0: be fair... Oh, <laughs> I wish. Okay. Uh, that'd be an interesting movie. Um, in Her Prime. <laughs> in Her Prime. And, and to be fair, I would argue she's still in her primes. It's been a very long prime. She's...
1: She was in a movie called Prime. Yes. Was she? I don't know. I don't think so. I think I made that I mean, that there ad- is a movie called Prime. And Primer. Oh, Let's I don't talk think about... I don't think Uma Thurman. So anyway, Cleopatra. Cleopatra. <laughs> talk about this.
0: We're gonna talk about some Rex Harrison. He was the inspiration for Stewie, you know. This hashtag is...
1: obvious facts. This is a fucking mess. All right, what were you gonna say? So Ralph Fiennes, Ralph Fiennes, and Uma Thurman. Uma,
0: Uma Thurman. Uma
1: Ralph Fiennes <laughs> and Pee Wee Herman. Uh, Uh, Sean Connery Sir Uh, Sean Connery No he's not a knight He will not be a knight
0: No you have to understand Sean Connery is a Scottish nationalist Lord Sean Connery No He's not not an aristocrat He hates England He wants Scotland to be its own country And uh, he was willing to give up his hair To accomplish that goal it didn't work, because they're still part of the UK. You'd but... think Sean Connery's hair would make that happen. But he gave that hair up a long time ago, Brendan. And it has been... Okay, I had a, I had a thought, and it'll come up later too in this movie, maybe. <laughs> Which
1: we haven't even Which begun talk...
0: to talk but about. Every movie that Sean Connery's <laughs> been in since, I think, like 1965, I wonder what the increasing percentage of the budget was dedicated specifically to his hairpiece. piece. Mm. Maybe not Zardos. Mm, that was a good one That was more for that. The, the more money went into His mustache budget As well as his chest hair budget But we're not talking about We're not Zardoz. talking about Zardoz We're talking about 1998's The Avengers Which was the Blockbuster film Attempt to film The 1960's Television program Also called The Avengers Chris Hemsworth Samuel L. Jackson No oh, stop no, it no. You gotta stop that It's not correct Sorry That's not what we're doing right Tom Hiddleston The original show Aired in the 1960's And it starred One Patrick McNee As John Steed and then, uh, uh, most famously, Diana Rigg played Mrs. Emma Peel. Peel. And these are the characters in this film. And interesting fact, and we'll, we'll talk about it right up front because I want everybody to know. Okay. Um, I did a little bit of research into The Avengers. and Marvel? Which I have seen. No! It's not that movie! There's no Thor! Should have been. Well maybe i mean the movie's pretty ridiculous but we'll get there um we'll so, get there when we start talking about when we it. start talking about the movie itself <laughs> uh so this movie uh, what well, the the avengers show it was in the 60s it was broadcast in england and uh so for the first season john steve was kind of a sidekick uh and there was another guy whose name i forget but he was like this dude and then he left the show and so john steve became the main character and he got a uh, a sidekick in the form of honor blackman whom we know because we watched
1: goldfinger goldfinger she played pussy galore uh, i think honor blackman must have been a judo champion or something she was that's why they got her to, uh, that's why they got her uh because of the scene they had ready in goldfinger where she battles with yeah. sean connery in well because in
0: she was also a uh, her character was also a judo master or champion or something in the avengers so she was on the show for a couple seasons but then she left and they brought in uh, diana rigg to play Mrs. Peel, new character. Diana Big Rig. Big Rig, yeah, Diana. They used to call Big. her. They used to call her Big Rig on the set. <laughs> Loved it. Well, she was. Well, she was a known fan of semi trucks. Uh, if you look it up, it's true. And Maximum Overdrive. <coughs> Love that movie, man. She wanted to be in that movie. She lobbied hard to be in that movie, but Stephen King was so coked out he didn't know what he had. God damn it! He had to. He had to cast Yardley Smith. That's instead. Right. <laughs> Well, I mean, he helped he helped to establish her and that was uh, what he wanted to do and it worked out. Cause... She got the Simpsons because of that movie, yeah. right? And now she makes a million probably fucking dollars an episode. A million fucking dollars? Ooh. I'm going to circle back here because I'm not <laughs> losing my point, Brendan. My Sorry. point was, my point was that I started with Brendan was that this show uh, in season in series 4, it was sold to the US. So, in the first couple seasons, The Avengers was kind of a pretty grounded like spy, you know, mystery kind of show. So, but by series four, they brought in Diana Rigg and her relationship with um, Patrick McNee, John Steve, was much lighter than what had been with Honor Blackman's character, whose name I don't remember. Um, Pussy Galore. Sure, we'll call her Pussy Galore for for the sake. Yeah, Pussy Galore's relationship with John Steve was much, much more grounded. (laughs) The crossover
1: you've been waiting for.
0: And she was a character that often didn't want to be in the situation she was in.
1: Just like the Avengers. Just like the Avengers. I hate you.
0: So... (laughs) So they had a much lighter relationship with a lot more like kind of witty banter and stuff and it's a different type of sexual tension and so that was when it sold in the States and I feel like that's why they went with Mrs. Peel specifically because that was the character that anybody who had actually watched the Avengers in the 60s and it aired in prime time, Brendan. It was one of the first British shows to air in prime time. So that would have been the one that we recognized. That's
1: nothing to sneeze at.
0: Yeah. So um, yeah, and she was on there for a couple years and uh, then she left and the show finished out with a different person and then they made a sequel series which the last episodes were filmed in Canada and in some markets was called the new Avengers in Canada I mean we were once part of England sure yeah exactly and John Steve would come visit us it'd be sweet yeah, so anyway, so that's the Avengers. It was it was a show that aired in the States and so obviously they went to a well somewhere and thought, well, we need to make a blockbuster movie. And in the late 90s, if you remember, that was a period when they were making a lot of TV shows into movies. The Mod Squad.
1: Oh, that was exactly what I was going to say. Yep. The Mod Squad. That's the that's the <laughs> other that's like the other terrible one that I yeah. can think of. Claire Danes.
0: Uh, what else was there though? What else did they make into a movie? Oh, God.
1: Sanford and Son? No, that wasn't a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't they make a seat? C- I was going to say no never mind i thought there was a jack lemon walter math one they made for oh a well CD grumpy show. old
0: men uh, oh that well, was not well, uh, they did, a, did they do an? Dennis on dennis the
1: menace was around yeah, that yeah dennis the menace yeah oh, um uh a better one but the brady bunch yeah brady was bunch was around that Both time Brady bunches. yeah, yeah. absolutely uh, but, I mean, that's like a... I, I haven't
0: seen it, but I've heard that like first one's they, like a pretty good movie. I'm surprised they never made... What, Brady Bunch? Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, that that movie does have a good reputation. It's I got, it's got a it. sense of irony, It's got Gary right? Cole in it. I mean, fuck, that's a win right there. Well, Gary Cole and a sense of irony. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, the, it's kind of like... Did you see the... Uh, the <laughs> did you see the Farrelly Brothers Three Stooges? No, you should watch it. It's actually really funny, and because the whole premise is is that um, the Three Stooges are like in modern times, but they're still the Three Stooges. So there's like one scene where they're like in a donut shop or something, and they start doing the Three Stooges shit where they're like slapping each other and doing like the physical comedy, and everybody starts going nuts. And people are like, "Oh
1: my god, what are you doing? Don't hit him!" Like it's just it's so funny. Uh, I like the physical comedy in Green Book, so I'm, I'm assuming it's the same. <laughs> Oh, yeah, is Viggo Mortensen just beating up the guy in the back of his car? I, mean, I mean, wait, what? No that's
0: what that movie's there. about, right? He drives <laughs> him around just to fuck that guy up. I haven't seen it, I uh, just assumed from the trailers. Yes,
1: Green Book is about uh, Viggo Mortensen driving Mahershala Ali around and just beating the fuck out of the
0: <laughs> That's why I was—I thought it was weird that everybody was talking so positively about how it was for race relations. Well is it
1: weird? Because the movie is pro-racism. That's oh, yeah. Uh. I mean, Peter Fairley. Pro-racism? Like, hey, racism's good. Let's... <laughs> Let's be all be racist. <laughs> Produced by Donald J. Trump. Okay. Uh, Holy shit, Jason. Yeah. So,
0: so do you want to talk about the Avengers? Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, I I did actually take the time today to write a summary of this movie. I mean, do we have to? I mean, let's, yeah. let's no, talk we, more. We're gonna.
1: No, no. Let's talk
0: more about
1: Endgame. Oh yeah. Highlander Endgame. All right. <laughs> what? Okay. So, Jason, I will ask you this then. Yeah. What is Marvel's The Avengers all about?
0: Robert Downey Jr. is just a dickhead who becomes cool. But, Can't 1998's we. The Avengers, starring Ray Fiennes. Uh, Ralph Thiermann. Fiennes. Ralph Fiennes, my favorite city in Austria. <laughs> so, The Avengers is based on the 60s TV series, and uh, uh, is something of a modern classic for many reasons, none of which are positive. Um, so, uh, okay, from number one, did you remember the opening sequence of this movie, the title sequence? I feel yeah. like I feel like both Fight Club and X Men owe a debt to the Avengers because this movie was bad and nobody watched it, and so nobody got to see these crazy title sequences <laughs> except
1: for Brian Singer and so, David Fincher. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Brian Singer, and David Fincher were hanging
0: out. Brian Singer had just gotten out of a party. He was very sweaty.
1: Yeah, uh, David Singer, David was he, like, "I don't want to know what party." And and Brian Singer was like, "I really need to leave here, so <laughs> we should go
0: see a movie." And so they went and saw the Avengers. Of course, and they they wasted most of their money because it was a very you know it was terrible, but at least with air conditioning. But anyways, the point was, was that they watched the opening credits of this movie and thought that's really cool. This
1: is a real fact.
0: You so, should have saved this for the background section no, of the film. No, this is part of this. We're doing it. We're okay. doing it. Uh, right. So uh, John Steed is our main character. John Steed is a, an agent of the Ministry, which yes. is
1: something that I think that they specifically invented for this movie. Okay. Um, you know what it did remind me of? Green Hornet, because yeah, he has people. Because he's a hat. That's he, why. No, because... no, it's literally because he's a hat. Brendan. <laughs> Can I also say another reason I just thought of now? Okay. Uh, because he has hired people in the green Hornet. he hires kato to like or kato is always like testing him, okay right? you were talking about the fucking pink panther my friend pink panther has kato too yeah okay pink panther so because you because know,
0: no, <laughs> in the pink panther uh 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 custo uh, custo <laughs> yeah, that that's be a, a weird that's a weird movie i hired uh, by this uh, you know person to attack me
1: you know what Peter Sellers
0: could pull it off. He could. I mean, he could do anything. But no, uh, <laughs> Cousteau But no, Clouseau's bodyguard is named Cato, I think, and he is- yeah, hires right. him to attack him at various points. I get my Cato screwed up. Yeah, I know. I
1: thought it was the guy who saw OJ Simpson murder that murdered that person. Oh, Cato Kalin. Yeah. <laughs> well, he
0: he he was attacking OJ at random points, and that's why OJ killed his wife because yeah. he thought it was Cato Kalin. Exactly.
1: That makes more sense now. But... <laughs> we've we
2: solved the problem kato's
1: just always coming over and testing him you can't name people kato brendan i know right but so let's like, get back to this no, important but i just want to say it does movie. remind me of the pink panther though yeah because okay. he's always testing him and that's yeah. kind of what happens here with John yeah, and, and it's the uh, it's like it's an just, old woman it's yeah like, it's,
0: it's like the classic like it's like everybody's attacking him but then the nuns show up and he just walks by the nuns and kind of side eyes them and they just walk by and then yeah. it's like, oh, the nuns were a good and touch. he does
1: a really slow avoiding of a car he just yeah. kind of grabs up and goes, oh, yes. and it's like the most obvious, first of all, the most obvious stunt person yeah. ever, <laughs> and secondly, the slowest driving car yeah. and pull up I've ever seen. But I mean, it was an interesting
0: conceit. I will, I will give it that. It was an interesting idea that was not executed well. Um, oh, I, I want to say this now before I forget. And I said this off the air, but I wanted to make this clear on the record, Brendan, that uh, I already like Ray Fiennes by this point more in this movie than I did in the fucking English Patient. Ooh. I'm throwing it down. Hot take. That's right. So, meanwhile, elsewhere, in a house somewhere, with a fucking dildo phone, I think that's we meet... what it says
1: on the screen, right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> elsewhere in a house with the dildo phone, <laughs> we meet uh, Emma Peel, Mrs. Emma Peel, and Play she's by. hanging around.
1: Oomah Thurman. Ooh, my thurman.
0: Ooh, ma. Uma Thurman has been in, is, is uh, for me, like, along with Angelina Jolie. Uh, I thought you said Blangelina. Blangelina. Yeah, Brangelina. All of them. I mean, it's, my masturbation fantasies are Angelina Jolie and Uma Thurman,
2: <laughs>
1: but all together. Uh, for me, it's Judy Dench, mm-hmm. uh, Masato Tanaka, Ooh. and uh, a mix of Oscar Wilde, Ooh. and. Judy Greer, so you just, like a nice mix of those two. I like to imagine them as one person. That's a Oscar Wilde and Judy Greer.
0: Wow. I mean, just think about it. That's no. I mean, I my 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 mind would never have thought of that combination until this moment. Well, I have been drinking. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> so back to the important business of the Avengers. So, so she gets a call on her dildo phone, which is clearly a dildo phone. Yeah. And uh, she's to go meet John Steed. <laughs> I think. Was the
1: Burger King toy associated with this movie, right? Was yeah, a dildo, a dildo, dildo phone. phone. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. You could get it with the kids
1: movie. It's called a dildo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> ah, Bill Cake. BK Kids Club, dildo Phone. <laughs> but the point is, she gets the call. And it yeah. says, Hey, you gotta go
1: meet John Steed. Are you gonna well, meet him at a club? No, she gets a letter that says Your, oh, phone's, yeah, gonna your ring. phone's gonna and ring. And then her phone rings. That <laughs> is some that. bullshit. That is some bullshit.
0: That is some that is some great work cinematically. Ugh. That's how good they are, Brennan. That's how strong the ministry is. <laughs> um so she gets the phone call. She goes. She leaves. She goes to this club, this men's club. She goes in. She's a woman. Goodness me! The fella doesn't want to let her in because Mm-mm. they haven't had a woman in there since 1763 or some shit. Right. Which and doesn't this
1: take place in modern times. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, there's that's the thing, Brendan. In most places, if you have a private club, you're allowed to discriminate basically wherever you want. I mean, it's a fair. private club. So, if you want
1: to have an all-men club, you can have it. It doesn't is where mean that people are going to think much of you. She basically meets... Uh, so, I want to say something here. Yeah. So, she, she, this is where she first meets Steed, right? Yeah. Played by Ralph uh, Fiennes. Yes, that fella. And I gotta say, when I saw this scene, I don't know why I thought this, but I was like, I wonder if this is how most, like meetings with harvey weinstein would go he's <laughs> just to walk into a men's club and just sitting he's just a... sitting there with a newspaper like, oh, like before, you want this part far harder to look at than ray fines in his prime well yes because yeah. with the camera cuts behind you see that ray uh ray, i don't want to say his name normally for some reason ray fines is like clearly not wearing anything no. on his bottom because you see his bottom
0: yeah and yet, and yet he
1: still brought his bowler in with him and set it beside him yeah <laughs> I just imagine him walking into the sauna completely nude, but with the baller on. He's like, gentlemen,
0: hello. They should
1: have done a whole, like, Austin Powers sequence (laughs) where he's, like, hiding his dick with the baller on
0: it. This... This is one of the problems of this movie. This movie had a gone full Austin Powers. It might have been, like, awesome. But they just didn't go hard this enough. This
1: movie is mind-boggling. Yeah, Keep
0: it, going. It, yeah, okay. So, yeah. So they talk and they have some banter and then they head off to the ministry. So now they're friends, I guess, because she's seen him naked reading the paper. Like, that's how all relationships start. Well, that's how you and I met. Yeah, I was naked reading the paper on the toilet and you just were like, hey, I'm Brendan.
1: Uh, I need to use the washroom, but I think we're friends now. Yeah.
0: So, uh, so there they meet mother, played by Jim Broadbent. This movie has some fucking good actors in it. <laughs> I feel bad for Jim Broadbent. He does his best with what he has, but
1: he, like, he must have hated doing this movie because he is literally sitting down the entire film. You think he hated that? I think he hated that. I think that'd be pretty. That's relaxing. hard for an actor just be think like.
0: Think of how much walking around Jim Broadbent has done in his career. Don't you think he deserved to have a movie <laughs> where he just got to kick back? But I mean, his role is so like. Yeah, it's yeah. The whole thing is a mess. So yeah, he he, but he he plays mother. Yes, he plays mother, who is the head of the uh, agency, the ministry. Now, mother does appear in the TV show, but actually shows up in the last episode that Diana Rig was in, mm. and then uh, because before then, kind of whoever Steed's authority figure
1: was was kind of unseen. Well, uh, mother has an authority figure too, because I remember him on the phone with someone later in the movie, and he's like probably the civilian government, It'd be the prime minister, I imagine.
0: Okay, I mean Theresa there's May. In, yeah. T- Yes, Theresa May is uh, prime minister during this time. Yeah, or was it Tony Blair? Nineteen ninety-eight. Yeah, it was Tony Blair. Okay, but maybe in this maybe in this world, a young Theresa May was already prime minister. That makes sense. She was riding on Margaret Thatcher's. The Avengers
1: contest. knew what was going to happen. That's
0: Right, they were ahead of the game. Um. <laughs> So they, so they meet uh, Jim So Rodman, we're five minutes into the movie. We're five minutes into in the movie. They are briefed on the Prospero project, Brennan, which is a... Uh, 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 I think it's an attempt to control the weather. It's like a project where they're trying to control
1: it's the weather. It's like a geostorm. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Geostorm. I didn't see it, but... They have a weather device in the movie. Okay, so yeah, it's a weather device. Yeah.
0: It's uh, I assume it's a government project. They call or... it an umbrella at some point. Now, this project was sabotaged, and... Uh, I later learned that there actually was a whole sequence where we got to see this sabotage go down that was cut from the movie. Yeah. Uh, 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 25 minutes or so was cut from this movie, so
1: we lose the sequence of this actually being sabotaged. This movie is 89 minutes long. Thank fuck. And the original cut was 115 minutes. Yeah. 25 minutes! Yeah. You can't cut 25 minutes out of an hour and 55 minute movie without messing something up. Yeah, exactly. Things aren't going to work out right. So, but... But they, they show uh,
0: the video of the sabotage going down briefly. And when they're watching it, they see that it's Emma Peel. It's it's Uma Thurman doing the sabotage. And she's, of course, like, no, that's not me, of Can,
1: Yeah. Can I say something here? Yeah, I'm sorry, but you're under arrest? Yeah, absolutely. That's what I said. Absolutely. They like, She's like, well, that wasn't me. And they're like,
0: well, it kind of looks like you. I mean, it is you. And she's like, well, no, that wasn't me. And then they just said, let her go out on a mission.
1: Yeah. Said, let her go out on a fucking mission. <laughs> okay. Like, oh, that's that's clearly No, not this me. should have
0: clapped her in irons and thrown her in the brink. It's sh-
1: clearly her. That was like, that should have been the
0: end of Uma Thurman's yeah. role in the movie. Only because I, I had briefly looked at what had happened in this movie. I knew what was going on, so. But but if I hadn't, like,
1: that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Oh, no. okay. So it's clearly you. But here's the thing: we're gonna let you prove your innocence, yeah. even though we have videotape evidence of you of you, of you doing, doing it. this. You and Steve, you go out and prove your innocence. All's well. So they take
0: off, and then fucking father shows up, played by the great Fiona Shaw. I I don't know if you
1: noticed this, Jason. Yeah. Mother, is played by a man. Uh huh. And father yeah, I'm with is you. played by yeah a woman what the fuck i didn't notice that they were ahead of the game they were very much ahead of the game so fiona
0: shaw shows up as father her, and she in harry potter she's mrs dursley i believe so she's a good no she's the the bad the bad the bad it was the, she's the, the bad her, his, it was his aunt the one that oh yeah nasty nasty yeah. woman nasty woman absolutely um <laughs> truly Uh, so where were we here so yeah so yeah father thinks that she's crazy Mm. says that she's like mentally ill basically and you also notice that uh, both of the mother and father have their own respective disabilities Uh, uh, mother is confined to a wheelchair and as as we said because Jim Broadbent got to sit he was so happy about it he was so fucking happy that he got to sit in this movie Uh, father meanwhile uh, is blind so there you go and wears some cool like Future glasses that Rue McClanahan wears in Starship Troopers. <laughs> wow, it's a deep cut. Very deep. I fucking love Starship Troopers, Brendan. And you know what? Fuck the Avengers. Let's talk about Starship Troopers. Okay, what a great so movie.
1: Casper Van Dien, Casper Van Denise
0: Dien. Richards. Come on, others. Michael Ironside.
1: <laughs> no, we got to do the Avengers. CGI aliens, mass hysteria, dogs and cats living
0: together. So they leave. Peel and Steed, and they head out to visit
1: Sir August de Winter, played by Sean Connery. You know what? What this supports my Marvel theory yeah? because he could be called the Winter Soldier. Yeah. Boom. Boom. August, I hate you. I August hate you so much. De Winter Soldier. Yeah. August De Winter Soldier. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so happy with myself. I'm gonna
0: I'm gonna hurt you so bad when this podcast is done. Good. So uh, so they go to meet him, and so. Did I miss... I don't know. This movie doesn't make a whole lot of sense. No, Stuff just because happens.
1: Again, there is
0: 25, 25 minutes, minutes missing. Now, movie. I'm not saying that would make it a good movie, but it at least might make it
1: Comprehensible? somewhat... Comprehensible? Yeah, somewhat a whole. But. See, here's the thing, studios. If your movie doesn't test well, guess what's not gonna make it better? Cutting things that help to explain the movie. So so Mr. DeWinter, when we first meet him, he is
0: playing uh, he's playing a piano, mm. not a piano, an organ, I believe it's the proper thing. He's just going a full
1: fucking phantom of the opera. Oh yeah, because we should note this is a scene Steed wants Peel to get close to him because he used to run the weather program. He yeah. used to work for Prospero.
0: Yeah. Um, he worked for the yeah for the ministry or was an ally of the ministry, I believe, is Wikipedia put
1: it. <laughs> Would you like to hear their first meeting? Oh please Steve Peel. I would like to hear this. Okay. So this is, uh, or not Steed and Peel. Sorry, this is this is Uma Thurman, a.k.a. Peel, meeting, uh, Sir August Deutscher. Okay, by and Sean before Connery. you start
0: this, we have to point out, you have to understand, if you haven't actually watched this movie, and, and I understand if you haven't, because why would you? Um,. <laughs> he like he like comes up behind her and grabs her around
1: the neck and holds on to her yeah. neck connery has updated as upgraded from slapping woman into a light straight choke. up to light choke yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, and i have to assume too that at
0: this point his boner is pressing into the back of her pants correct yeah so here we go
2: you're all wet <laughs> have we met or is it just the rain that's familiar we share a passion i believe I have always admired a woman who is meteorologically inclined. Mutual, I'm sure. The thrill of the monsoon? Ah, yes, the monsoons. Oh, even as a boy, when Nana taught me the naming of the (laughs) clouds. Cumulus. Yes. Strato Cumulus. Oh, yes. (laughs) Nimbus. Uh, He's coming. He sounds like he's coming. coming. Nothing beats a good lashing. My dad. Take India. You can have a good 10 inches overnight there. You know, one should never fear being wet. Hmm?
0: The weather made him come, Brendan. He was ready to come. He was so. Nana's fucking lessons about the weather turned him on so much that he came. Nana made him come. I thought, I thought fucking Andy McDowell in, in Four Weddings and a Funeral had the best line about being wet, but clearly, no, I was wrong. It was Sean Connery in The Avengers,
1: 1998. One must never fear being, being wet. wet. Now, excuse me while I go pick up my check at the window.
0: Ugh. Just imagine be poor Uma Thurman having to hear Sean Connery whisper that into her Ugh. fucking ear hole.
1: Oh, he's such a charming fellow. What are you talking uh. about? So yeah, she has this meeting with him at the same time that Ralph uh, uh sees a random phone booth. Yeah. Question mark. Yeah. Just gonna say this. In the middle of a storm that randomly happened. Yeah. Just. Gonna I mean, say, not randomly. Just, just, just gonna throw this out yeah, there. Yeah.
0: Don't go in it. Maybe not. But I mean, it was the weather was real bad, so. You had to I get mean, out of the weather. It looks suspicious. I don't know. I, if I was cold, Brendan, I might go into that phone booth. <laughs> Did anything happen in the phone booth?
1: Uh, no, he's just in it, and then the weather happens, and then he comes out, and there's snow, and then fake Uma Thurman shoots him, right? And he barely reacts wait, no, to we, it. Wait,
0: wait we, Mrs. Peel
1: shoots him. Fake Mrs. Peel? No, him. she's real at this point. They don't know. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> Edit point. I won't. Mrs. Peel <laughs> shoots him. Yes. How? What? What? So, as far as Ray Fines is concerned, at this point in the movie, we should note, he thinks Mrs. Peel shot him. Yeah. and ha- And then, but,
0: how does the next scene start? He wakes up on a couch, and she's there. And is he alarmed? No, he's very, very coolly British about it. He's just like, oh, didn't you shoot me? <gasps> you seem to
1: have shot yeah. me, darling. Yeah, you,
0: you think he'd be like, oh,
1: God, God, no, she shot me. But no, I guess he's just that cool. Non-reactionary. He's like, just like yeah. Oh, yeah. You uh, you seem to have shot me. Good thing I was wearing my bulletproof
0: vest. I mean, I guess on one level, we're probably supposed to accept that it's like, oh, he knows that.
1: That that wasn't her that did it Why would he? She looks exactly the same Why would they assume That there's cloning Technology (laughs) We haven't even got there yet Originally Supposed to be a robot Just saying, moving on So yeah
0: So I don't even know when that happens Does that happen Before they go to Wonderland Whether or after? Before
1: Okay, so that so yeah, before. he she has obtained a card.
0: Oh. oh, okay, so I mentioned the organ room. Fucking Sean Connery when we introduced, he's playing the fucking organ like Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, and there's a picture of her of her above the organ. Um, excuse me, what? Yeah, what? I mean, and and that is never explained. Never, never. This this why whole thing he never even, pays off.
1: Why is he even obsessed with her? We don't really get that yeah. explained either. And what's what? Why is he an expert in weather
0: creation and cloning? And why is his last name so, De Winter? De winter that he that
1: he's from a family where they're all named after months. Also, August is not in winter, so maybe work on that. Yeah, yeah. Sean get your mother, shit together, you fucking Ugh. dunce.
0: So, so John Steve gets better and they
1: yeah, and, and still
0: is convinced that, that this Emma Peel is not the one I that can't shot can't believe him. we skipped the
1: fencing scene. Oh, they right, they have a fencing scene. It's Right, real when fun. they're picking out their outfits, and he's like, I'll order you some boots, Peel. They have such a fun rapport between yeah. each other. It's, it's all right. so
0: natural. Well, that's one of the... Actually, you know what? One of the things I like about this movie is that it does have the tone somewhat of those seasons with Diana Rigg. Like, that kind of, like light back and forth that witty banter the problem is the writing is so bad that a lot of that banter doesn't make any sense
1: and you know what we know but here's the thing though they define the characters well yeah. because we know that Emma Peel is not a person that plays by the rules yeah. and we know that because John Steed says you're not a woman that plays by the rules <laughs> <laughs> and then he says I however do <laughs> yes exactly that is good writing that's classic that's good shit
2: Dr. Peel, I presume. And you must be steed. Please, don't get up. I was about to throw in the towel. Spot of bother at the door. Well, I shouldn't wonder. not a woman inside boodle since... Uh... 1762. Ah, yes. So what was all this? Some sort of test? Congratulations. You've entered a bastion of male privilege. You're not someone who plays by the rules, Doctor. Rules are made to be broken. Not by me. Play by the rules, Doctor, or the game is nothing. And just what is the game? I said, this is all terribly formal. Must I go on calling you Dr. Peel? No, no. Under the circumstances, you may call me Mrs. Peel. Much better. Now that we've settled the matter of titles, will you kindly explain why you wish to meet me? I didn't. Mother did. Mother? Mother.
1: Like, here's here's an example. Though no, I'm just talking about their banter again. Yeah. He's like, uh, I have her saying, like, June, July, August, um, and then and then she says, uh, or he says, mother tells me he left under a cloud. Quite,
2: Ugh.
1: like it's so bad. But this is a pun because there there are some moments in this movie, Brendan, that that are that are
0: delivered like they're puns, but they're not, or they're not even funny. And <sighs> I we'll, 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 it, this is further ahead, but there's a moment where. Um, where mother gets knocked over by father, and father oh, no. says, uh, oh, yeah. uh, "Looks like it's not Mother's Day after all." No and it makes no fucking sense. Like that's what? not funny. Like what? That's not a reference to anything. That's not a pun. That's... What
1: are you even talking about? What are you even
0: fucking talking
1: about? But, um, but that's later in the movie. We'll but I do, wanna say... <laughs> I do want to say, I do want to say that, just in case you didn't know, they were British. They have a tea in their car. Tea in their car. This movie,
0: Brendan, is a cartoon of British people in so many ways. Like, like this movie was made for the American market because it seizes on that Britishness and just hammers it home. You're saying this isn't an
1: accurate representation of British people? Well, I mean, I'm not saying it's not accurate, but okay. I'm saying it's just fucking cartoonish. Oh, there he goes.
0: <laughs> Actually, and, and like, like at one point uh, later in the movie, uh, now this is kind of there's two sides to this, but like, mother literally has his headquarters on the top level of a fucking red double decker bus. Yes. Now, to be fair, in the TV series, that actually was the case at one point, because he moved his headquarters around, and that was one of his headquarters, was the top level of a red double-decker bus. Yeah. Um, Now, did you see Kingsman, Brendan? Yes. Okay, I've not seen Kingsman, but based on what I know of Kingsman that feels like somebody was inspired by this movie and said, that's not a
1: bad idea. Maybe we could do it right. <laughs> yeah, Kingsman actually, there were so many it's times a car- in this but movie. It looks like a cartoon of British people. Yeah, there were so many times in this movie where I thought of Kingsman yeah. because it's like a better version of what yeah. this is. Yeah, they, they they took this idea and ran it because this has
0: potential, obviously. Like, you could do this cartoon British shit and they could do it with the Avengers and do it well. I mean, not
1: every movie can be the Mod Squad. No, that's true. Not everybody can live up to that standard. Um... Well, Wonderland Weather. Oh right, yeah.
0: So they go to Wonderland Weather, which apparently is. Which has the
1: hottest receptionist. Yeah, she's ever. she's lovely. Uh Sorry. did you find out who she was? This is a pervy branded moment.
0: Uh no. But oh, she was okay. attractive. She was very attractive. Um and <laughs> I would fuck her. I guess I guess. I mean, I'm getting married, so I probably shouldn't, but I mean you're saying it in a different universe. Maybe. Yeah.
1: In the uh one of the uh Spider verses, which of course is connected to this because this is Marvel's the Adventures. Yeah exactly and Jason's no going no, to no what? what stop it i'm, I'm gonna kill you i'm saying it here on the radio no marvel people are even more <laughs> mad at me right now because i just insinuated that into the spider-verse was part of the mcu yeah so yeah so take that <laughs> i love the mcu don't get mad at me so they go to wonderland weather <laughs>
0: yeah. and wonderland weather is a place that is a company that apparently can can create local weather systems yeah i
1: don't sure
0: yeah, I guess they can. Which, so, which... so Ray finds is posing as a fellow that wants to
1: has a garden. Yeah, he channels his inner a- girth Geth or whatever
0: from Schindler's List. <laughs> he, he he lights a cigarette and takes a couple pot shots at this receptionist. He does and then attempts to. Uh, uh... Negotiate a like, localized weather system for his garden.
1: Yeah, they talk about ladybirds, which at first I thought they were talking about ladybugs, and I was like, oh. Uh... No, he was. No, that's
0: because he was making shit up on the spot. Yeah. And that was what he came up with, and she believed him because she's badly, just a dumb receptionist. Badly. Yeah, right? he's doing a bad job. Because bad he's improv. He's supposed job. to be a fucking. He's like, ah, he's like fucking John
1: Lovitz on Saturday Night <laughs> Live. He's like, nah, see, yeah, yeah, ladybirds, see? It's a flying Japanese space tiger. Yeah, that's the ticket. Well, <laughs> no, it's true. He is a fucking professional spy. He's like, uh, 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 he's uh, like the looking around boots. the room for shit. Like, the lady, boots, lady. and then he like sees a bird fly by. The way bird, lady bird, yeah. <laughs> and then, and then of course, followed by her taking her coffee cup, dropping it in slow motion, and seeing all the clues all over the room. <laughs> <laughs> the usual Avengers, <laughs> and that's where Brian Singer ties in. Welcome back, Brian. Making it happen. Put keep your pants on. This brother. is uh, oh well, me? No, Brian Singer. Oh. You can take your pants off anytime. Oh sweet. Um, okay, so Wonderland feathers. <laughs> so okay, after, so so he's making something up because yeah. he wants to see what's going on. And he, did, but I,
0: I still don't remember. Was there a what was he trying to like? Was he, he was just trying to, get to
1: see because uh, Sean Connery had a card, yeah. for Wonderland Weather that he a business card that he kept on his dossier. Uh-huh. And Uma Thurman picked it up, uh, which he just like let her go, I guess. Yeah. And um, they go to Wonderland Weather to see why he has this connection to mm. them. Apparently, he's one of their clients. Which I don't know why. And yeah, because he can control the weather. So why would he be going? Unless he but he's also investor. having he's also having a board meeting there with teddy bears. Teddy bears, folks. Now, when I mentioned this movie to Jason, I said something about teddy bears, and he was like, "I don't remember that." And that got me so excited <laughs> because I was like, "You get to watch the teddy bear board meeting with fresh eyes." Yeah, and it came up, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> so Sean Connery and all his associates are dressed as teddy bears. Yeah. Like full on furry sized teddy bears, full on like mascot costumes. Like they they all fucked after this meeting was over. (laughs) Yep. Uh, So the thing is, the conceit is they're not supposed to know who each other are. My thing is, you could have come up with something a lot less cumbersome than teddy bears. yeah why
0: Teddy Like, like, and, and my thought was Brandon my thought was where did he source all these teddy bear costumes from and he's not supposed to know who everybody is so how the fuck did he get them to them and all, and like wouldn't that raise some suspicions in some like government database somewhere that oh somebody just bought 150 teddy bear costumes I mean it may be nothing but maybe we should keep track of that shit I'm assuming he maybe he knit them himself maybe 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 he's got like a, a, an aunt that's really good at making them maybe he's got like a nephew that's a furry yep uh, Pre, well in the old, I mean this was in the 90s so this
1: was like that'd be a pioneering furry so here's the part where we learned that well we already know because we're not fucking stupid like yeah. everyone else in this movie <laughs> <laughs> there's a the part where I guess they figure out that there are two Uma Thurman's two M. Appeals and I'm just like yeah Uh yeah there have been two M. Appeals of course there yeah. are yeah and so yeah because they they reveal one of the teddy they take the head off one of the teddy bears and yeah it turns out it's M. Appeal no so, no M. Appeal like attacks them yeah uh, M- M- appeal, fake M P L attacks yeah. real M P L, yeah. then she just <laughs> jumps off a building.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, she yeah, has. like Justine comes in and like runs her off. Yeah, she just jumps off a building. And in my head, I'm thinking, okay, did she run away or did she just kill herself because she's a clone and they can just make more?
1: I feel like she just ran away. I think she did, but she but, just yeah
0: launched off a building. It's like, so, so wait, is but, she also
1: superhuman? <laughs> yeah, because that raises a question because the way she gets killed. Wouldn't that fall also kill her? Probably. If she's just, a clone? If she just jumped off a building,
0: but I don't know. This yeah. So, but I mean, I, I I thought the conceit of everybody wearing the teddy bears to, um, like conceal their identity <laughs> was brilliant from, it w- w- was interesting, but it's like, it's more just like, why are they teddy bear? Like, why didn't they just give them like fucking black masks to put over their face? That's my rope. Like it'd be way cheaper and
1: way easier. I, <laughs> I like, literally wrote <laughs> ski masks.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Ski masks would
1: do the job. <laughs> um... But now we—I think this is where we learn that father is working with Sean Connery. Mm-mm-mm. Father couldn't. Uh, and I can't will, deny him anything. I think he want I think she wants that dick. I think she wants to fuck him,
0: or they fucked at some point, or I don't know. It's, Connery it's like she never, never a blind clearly. person at cricket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He cheats her at cricket, but like I don't know. It, it's and again, i, I think I'm—I uh, don't think I missed anything. It's never explained why she.
1: No, not no. once. Well, no, uh, the scene later with Invisible Jones. I think they say that like they work together. Oh, oh, by the way, yes, I just said the name of a character real quick is Invisible Jones. We'll get there. We'll get there. Okay, we're getting to Invisible Jones.
0: Um, so actually, we're probably pretty close. So, anyway, so let's see. So, old ladies
1: was, acting like badasses. So they, is the so thing. yeah. Sorry, go ahead.
0: So they run the they run Mrs. Peel off, and they decide they're going to go back to the Winter's place, and so they jump in Mrs. Peel's sweet Jaguar blue you know. 60s like fucking sweet jaguar and they take off and what chases after them bro not, the, not the bees not the bees
1: ah!
2: the fucking bees.
0: now we have to take a moment to recognize that in this movie in a role where he only says one line is the great hilarious super fucking hilarious comedian Eddie Izzard. yeah who's for some known reason, for talking who's known very much for talking and does not talk in this movie can i tell you something that
1: might blow your mind what's that he is the one that decided his character should be silent. Oh, okay. Well, in that case, you know what? I'm going to let it be. If that was his call... Also, was... I know I'd usually save this for the background, but since sure. we're bringing him up now...
0: Well, this movie doesn't... This episode doesn't... Have Who, the that, fuck right? cares? Who the fuck cares?
1: Eddie Izzard only did this movie... <clears throat> Sorry. Eddie Izzard only did this movie so he could meet Sean Connery. However, if you watch the movie... They're not in any. They scenes don't have any together. scenes together, even so, though it works for him. So he likely never met mm. Shaka. <laughs> Hope he got a good paycheck. So I feel like he did. Yeah,
0: yeah. Let him uh, let him take a few months off Toron to relax and Eddie Lizard heals,
1: right? Eddie Lizard, is that his name? Boom! Marvel,
0: nothing. You get nothing. So Eddie Lizard. So here's the thing. So Lizard. they get attacked by some mechanical bees. They sure do. Now, I want to say right out of the gate, but before we get into the bad, I want to say, not not bad special effects for 1998. Yeah. Like like the the CG is is is. I mean, it's, it's obvious it's CG, but like it's it's done well enough that it, it it's okay.
1: I believed it to the extent that I believed there were like robotic mechanical chasing fucking them. bees chasing. Yeah, somewhere. sure.
0: And then Eddie Izzard somehow, and this is what I find hilarious too, is that Eddie Izzard somehow has this controller and he's able to control. All of them individually. With like a lipstick sampler? With like a lipstick sampler. I I assume every little post on this thing is for an individual bee, but he's like got like the sides like Nintendo style. Yeah.
1: It's almost like he's got like a PlayStation, but with like two buttons. Yeah, Yeah.
0: And then all that shit in the middle. So somehow he's able to roll that shit and and attack them. It attacks the car, whatever. And then an old lady shows up. They almost run her over or she shows
1: up and pulls out a fucking machine gun and then turns out to be good. Turns out to be a good lady. But here's the thing. She was originally gonna be Diana Rigg. Oh. But Diana Rigg <laughs> read the script. Ah. And that didn't happen. Oh, I'm so happy to know Diana Rigg is a
0: smart person. <laughs> Smarter than um, Ray Finds or Uma Thurman, But I away. will
1: say, the woman that plays like the old, the oh, yeah, old She's woman, great. Alice, I think she was the She might be the best part of it. Yeah, the movie. she's fun. She's, she's fine. Fun. Like she's fine. She does exactly what she should needs, needs to do. And she knows she knows the tone. Like, she gets it. Yeah. Um,
0: exactly. She's that super... Again, cartoon, cartoonishly British.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: In the best way. So, the, McGee, they, the the bees, and they attack them, and then they... Uh... I believe this is where... Oh, yeah. Uh, another agent helps them escape, which is Alice. Yeah. Um, but Peel is quickly captured by
1: Augusta Winter. The Winter Soldier. The Winter Soldier, and basically puts her into a room like an mc escher room. yeah no like directed by stanley kubrick like okay his house straight up
0: violates the laws of physics brendan right he she she like is doing the yeah the escher thing like she goes down all the stairs and yeah. she ends up in the same room then she goes like down some stairs and comes back down into the same room like the, let me know what the problem comes <coughs> up like this movie is literally saying that he has a house that defies the laws of physics okay so what's the issue well, here's the issue. To get out of there, she sees a mirror and she runs at it and jumps through it and it turns out it's a window to the outside of the house. But that makes no fucking sense. Why would a mirror on the wall be flush against the outside of a brick window? And how would she get... Like, that doesn't... I? Ah. It's literally violating any sort of sense at this point. Now, I'm not. I'm not saying this movie is like making physical sense up to this point but I mean, it's it still in been. reality
1: yeah I mean, I mean it has been but i will <sighs> say too this is a starts this begins a reoccurring thing yeah in this movie for me there are so many times when the good guys are captured yeah and might as well have been killed yeah. and then they're fine yeah like the the old woman okay she gets like flapjacked, like Stevie Ray style by, by, <laughs> by Eddie Izzard. Yeah, and you think, oh, they killed her, and then later on, she's just like, oh hey, like what? Yeah, why do they not ki-? like? There are random villains that get killed, but like they won't kill any. They won't kill anyone.
0: PG thirteen movie.
1: No, no, but people <laughs> are killed. Yeah, but just not in the sense that not in any way that it makes sense. <sighs> this movie is we're really expecting good. too much. So, uh, so, so she jumps through the window. So, as we wrap up, the English patient is still at the bottom of this list. <laughs> That's right. It is absolutely <laughs> Go
0: ahead. this. At least this. At least uh, I had some laughs. Uh, and I, I, I didn't is, find one. I'm gonna this, have to tell you. This what will
1: it was. not be placed on the list anywhere. <laughs> uh, so
0: yeah, but, so he, so Steed is there. He picks her up, and but then she is quickly arrested by Father, who turns who is out the is a woman. in who is a woman, who turns out is in League with the Winner, as we said. Yes. Uh, can't refuse him anything. and uh, So, Steve doesn't know what to do, So, but then he does know what to do, which oh. is to
1: go see our old friend, Invisible Jones. But, before we get there, because you said that uh, Abbott Peel was uh, taken into custody by father. Yes. We have to play the scene that plays right before right, that. let's do because it. Because this is... <laughs> Steed uh, They're getting a little sultry here And uh, this is him Helping her try on some boots That he picked up for
2: her You live alone, no Mrs. Steed? Since you asked Mrs. Steed Lives in Wiltshire My mother I had you down as a creature of habit A bachelor's life It's worked quite well until now Don't tell me you never met the right girl. Well, there's always the exception. That proves the rule. Quite. You're exceptional in many things. But duty comes first. Shall we make a start? A time and place for everything. Now is definitely the time. and the place too tight <laughs>
1: gross gross. Yeah, so gross gross that is the least Push. sex <laughs> not since <laughs> not since ralph Fianisberg fish hooked What's... It? Kristen Scott Thomas. Oh. Not Julian but... That would be... That would be fucked up. I'm dying. Come here. I want to put my fingers in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Ralph <laughs> Fiannesty. Yeah. Fish hooked. Kristen Scott Thomas. Have I been yeah. less intrigued by a sexual... Yeah, that, was, that was real
0: gross. That was tension. real gross. Yeah. Also, I, I don't know if you... Maybe I've watched too much Quentin Tarantino But I expected to see Uma Thurman's feet in this scene And then I didn't So, What a letdown mm. It was quite a letdown This movie was not directed by Quentin Tarantino <laughs> oh, it, it might be... have been good if it was it, it would have been something So we were talking about Uma Thurman's feet And now we are on to uh...
1: Uma Thurman's thighs Thighs, very nice thighs, very strong and now Uma Thurman's hair So
0: she was arrested by father Wait
1: Yeah I don't know. Okay. Let's clink the Wait, clink, glug, 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 glug. Oh yeah, I'm so, a Foley artist.
0: So then Uma Thurman <laughs> is arrested by Father. Father. Father, uh, and uh, who turns out is in league with Winter, as we or D Winter, as we discussed earlier. So Steed, of course, goes to see Invisible Jones. Now, at some point, one of them was it Uma Thurman? Was it was it Mrs. Peel who picked up the map uh, that uh, Eddie Izzard? conveniently dropped yeah uh, <laughs> yeah he just drops a random hand-drawn map that looks like something i would have made for uh, a D campaign when i was in grade seven
1: so it's really good is what he's saying
0: yeah oh it's absolutely perfect uh but he takes that map to uh uh, uh one colonel invisible jones Played by Patrick McNee, who the original played Steed. the original John Steed in the 60s Avengers series, yep. uh, who makes a vocal cameo as Invisible Jones. Now, was this a character? Uh, you know what? I'm going to look it up, because that was one thing I did not look up. Oh,
1: shit. Jason is looking up some information, which we probably both should have figured out before recording. But we didn't cause we're, have been drinking and we have been smoking cause I don't know if you know, but it's legal in Canada as of October. Marijuana is a legal substance. So as far as I could tell, though, it was just in the movie. <laughs> He's actually known the information about 10 <laughs> minutes. I've just been
0: still going. He's been singing very much. So yeah. Do you uh, like my
1: singing? You, Be you're, honest. You're
0: a very, um, unique singer. I'll
1: take it. I'll take All it. All right.
0: So, Steed goes to see Invisible Jones and he looks at the map and stuff happens and it doesn't matter because then Steed <laughs> realizes that the other peel is a clone. <gasps> I'm a clone. And
1: again, and okay, so realizes well, she's a clone. Okay. And here is a part that infuriated me. Yeah. Because Invisible Jones tells them this and tells them, th- tells him the history of father and August DeWinter working together. Yeah. And he says, why haven't you said anything before? When no one asked. Uh, fuck! Fuck you. You movie. <laughs> fuck yourself in the face. Come on. Of all the things to say, come on. Oh, sorry. Oh.
0: So they figure out that uh, uh, the other Mrs. Peel is a clone and that is quickly forgotten. Yep. <laughs> it's never explained. It's n- the, No! the. the like clear, clearly August the Winter had some obsession with Mrs. Emma Peel, but that that's never in... gone into in the movie because that's... he had a picture
1: of her above his organ. But that's all we get. That's all we get. That and like that weird scene where he tries to fuck her. Yeah. Oh right. Yeah. We, he we basically, skipped over we that. skipped over that we skipped yeah. over him trying to kiss her. Yeah. Before Grandma shows up, yeah. because he was going to have intercourse with her. Yeah. No,
0: he was he and, and apparently in the deleted scenes he actually unzips her
1: her oh, uh, oh. jacket just a little bit further. Oh yeah I heard about that Well that's okay Yeah I just don't I just was really unnerved <laughs> By that scene
0: Yeah no it was unnerving Because it's weird This is like a PG-13 blockbuster And this guy is basically Going to rape a girl like... There is an attempted rape Yeah mm. Much like Goldfinger there's an yeah. attempted
1: rape in the, But well, that was
0: the 60s. That was what you did back Goldfinger then. Goldfinger was a successful. Rape. That was yeah, exactly. It was a successful rape. <laughs> oh god. Oh, I hate this movie and I hate us for even thinking about it. Oh, so So Father and they the Clone Mother they finds out that, Mrs.
1: Peel. And mother figures it out at this point. Yeah. He he talks to, to Granny or whatever and he's like, "Well, did you tell him all this information?" She's like, "No, he he already knew everything." And he's like, "Father." <laughs> because Sean Connery shows up to this like UN type thing, yeah, to this, and does like, a yeah. speech in full kilt. Yeah, no, full Scottish. He's gone full yeah. Scottish. He's wearing a kilt. He's got a fucking tam o' shanter. You're gonna, you're gonna pay me, yeah, or else I'm gonna make the weather shitty. And this is
0: his grand plan. He's basically like, I'm gonna Selling destroy weather. this city if you don't buy your weather for me. But this is- whole point of this fucking plan is to get business like literally to have a fucking customer
1: but isn't that already what wonderland weather does as a legal business, yes, I would. I would say, uh,
0: if if we want to get logical about it, I think <laughs> Wonderland Weather does it on a very small scale, whereas Sir August de Winter has the technology to do it on a very large scale. <laughs>
1: yeah, well, he works closely Clearly. with them, I think.
0: Yeah, well, but that's the thing is that, and, and he can, you know, obviously create this huge storm to destroy the city, but he literally is threatening millions of people's lives simply because he wants a steady client in the governments of the world. Which is a weird, like, like you think about supervillains in movies. You think about like Doctor Evils. You think about like you know your 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 Doctor Evils, your your
1: Blofelds, your Blofelds, your, your other people
0: wearing gray fucking onesies, uh, your your Jawses, Jaws, absolutely. But like like. Supervillains tend to have like some greater ethical thing in mind. But no, Sargas de Winter just wants to make some fucking money. Yeah. And he wants to hold the world hostage. That's to it. it. He's got grand ambitions.
1: And he's obsessed with Uma Thurman, this mm. character, for some reason. I that's mean, totally understandable. Understandable, but not explained. Not ever explained. He just is.
2: <sighs>
1: so, so Uma is captured by Father because father, they put father her, and her mother in a padded a room, a literal padded room. Yeah. Father, and she starts to go crazy. Right. Well, she pretends to. I think oh. she pretends to... I think she's trying to convince because she doesn't know Father's It father did, it is did evil. seem like a very like, stereotypically terrible crazy, so maybe, yeah, Here, she was pretending. Here's what I think. I think she was pretending to make Father think that she was the wrong Uma in prison. Okay. That's what I thought happened. Ah. Mm. But I may have been giving this movie too much credit. Do you think there was more clones? <laughs> You think Sean Connery had like, Guys, a, like an orgy with a the mass Avengers, of clones? The Avengers Episode 2, Attack of the Clones. <laughs> also, why didn't Sean Connery just fuck the Yuma clone? Yeah, I mean, yeah, he
0: made her, so, or was involved, or knew somebody that made, yeah, exactly. I mean, was the clone not receptive? Did the clone not have genitalia, maybe? <laughs> I think that may have been the problem. Let's
1: get into Let's it. Let's get into it. Let's dig Does deep. the clone have genitalia? <laughs> Can you clone genitalia? I think that's the problem. Can you Google that? Can you clone genitalia? Yeah. So, uh...
0: <laughs> so, Father and the Peel clone, they, they try to keep Emma... They, they take her to this fucking hot air balloon. Yeah. And, yeah. And... But she escapes. Oh,
1: And Father and Fake Uma are dead. Are dead. They, they die in the balloon crash? Yeah. And yeah. she falls, like, 200 stories, but survives because snow?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, they... Her <gasps> and... Uh, her and Ralph... If I, if have the least sexy kiss I've ever seen. Yeah. And, uh, then, and then, and then they, yeah, it's a bad kiss. And then they go to the it's phone like booth. Humphrey Bogart has given sexier kisses in like movies made in the forties. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then they go to the phone booth. And
0: they say, and, and they use the code word, which is How Now Brown Cow. Now, up to this point in the movie, we've never heard that. We have no idea that that's how you do it. It just comes out of nowhere, and we they know. We would have. But we would have yeah. if we'd seen the original cut of the movie, where the Uma Thurmer character, apparently in the trailer, says the How Now Brown she Cow. It does say it in the trailer.
1: <laughs> I watched the trailer earlier today. There are several scenes that are not in this movie. Yeah. Um, so then Shut they up. get
0: into the base, and, and I guess Invisible Jones figured out at some point that the Prospero project is on this secret island. So they go there. And Emma Peel defuses the device. She kills Eddie Izzard. Kills she Eddie gets Izzard. to say his one line, yeah, which is? Which is, uh, oh fuck. Which is also 80 Yard. Yeah, oh, 80 Yard. And it is the, of course, it's a PG-13 movie, so it's the only fuck in the movie. And Congratulations one line. Eddie So Eddie Izzard, hey, good good for you, man. You got the one fuck in the movie. Um, yeah, so, so, yeah, she, did, she has a great fight with him on a, on a, on the, Ziplines, I guess. Batman Forever esque. Yeah, yeah. It was but it was alright. It was an interesting idea. It It was was like that
1: time where I was a child, met Chris O'Donnell. I caught a fleeting glimpse. No, this is real. I I was a child. Met Chris O'Donnell. Uh Uh-huh. Asked him about the wire scenes in Batman Forever because yeah. I was a big Batman fan. Yeah. I said, How did you do the, that stuff? And he said, Leave me alone, ask my agent. Is that for real? <laughs> that is for real. When, <laughs> when the hell did you, 1, where did you meet percent. Chris O'Donnell? Please tell you've never told me this story. I don't remember the setting, but I know I was young. And uh-huh. I know it was like around the time I was like a camp. Uh-huh. So I think like the, Where we were With the camp Was like a dance Or something Are you sure It wasn't a guy That looked like Chris O'Donnell no. And he was Fucking with you No It was him <laughs> 100% And he was A jackass
0: Fresh off that uh, That movie With Drew Barrymore No it would Crazy Mad been, Love It would have been it called. Shortly
1: after Batman Forever Wow Wow
0: well, you'd think He'd be nicer Cause He's Chris O'Donnell He's Chris O'Donnell And I mean He what? was a pretty good rapper And who the fuck are you Yeah exactly <laughs> Be <laughs> I mean, nice to you. I Need mean, to be a kid. Ask my agent. What a shithole. Right.
1: Fuck Chris. You know what? I'm gonna say it right now. Fuck Chris O'Donnell. Hashtag that. You know what? It'd be really funny if that wasn't him. <laughs> <laughs> it was just some guy just fucking with a bunch of kids. Oh. oh but I do want to say right now. I did meet Sylvester Stallone when I was a when I was like a little bit older than that. We will you like make a wish, two? kid. Is that what happened? Jason, I didn't want to tell you like this, but I'm dying. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> it held on pretty good, though. <laughs> no. Um, about a year or two. That's horrible. About a year or two after the Chris O'Donnell thing, yeah. I did meet Celeste Stallone. I uh-huh. was, like, maybe 13. Yeah. 12 or 13. And couldn't have been nicer. Yeah. The nicest guy I've ever... That's the awesome. Nicest, one of the nicest celebrities hey, I've yeah, ever met. Nice to meet you, brother. Yeah, yeah i I cried. Oh. Because I was so overwhelmed. He talked to my mother for a good, like, minute or two. Oh, that's awesome his, i'm happy to hear it's nice to know that that guy's a nice guy his people his like security or whatever uh were pushing people away at first and he actually intervened and said hey, no hey, no
2: it's okay, Let it's it okay, okay. i want to talk to the
1: people yeah, i want to no. talk to the little people he was awesome he yeah. his yacht was at the halifax harbor oh cool yeah i don't know what he was filming but Super nice guy. Maybe he was just hanging
0: out. I, I, heard, I can't for the life of me think of a Sylvester Stallone movie that was filmed in Nova Scotia. Listen, I've heard
1: stories about him being, like, kind of off. Like, an egomaniac, maybe. Yeah. But I can't say anything, because he was super nice to well, me. Well, maybe
0: he was good to kids.
1: As a child. And he was nice to my mother. Yeah. So, I mean, as Mark Wahlberg would say, say hi to your mother for me. Oh, I've been nice that to your That doesn't make any sense. What's that? What were you saying? Nothing. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Jeez, do you, are you the one that's been called so the avengers is a movie jason we have to talk about this my mother has been saying so been... on the secret island the gentleman caller okay <laughs> the secret island uh of Nib.
0: yes emma peel diffuses that device we talked about <laughs> jason fuck this movie are we at the end yet we're almost there okay we're almost there so but we uh... have to talk about it. so as i said emma peel emma peel diffuses the device that's yeah emma cause stone. trouble. emma stone shows a titty <laughs> it's the <laughs> <laughs> but but here's the thing we have to talk about the fight so uh uh Sweet. john john steed and Winter have a fight on
1: what is a bridge of sorts out of a video game yeah but I why think? is why is ray fights uh cosplay as han solo yeah i don't know okay yeah he's got like the
0: white does yeah. he does he have a vest or... no he
1: literally has the same outfit <laughs> That's weird. I didn't notice that. That's weird. (laughs) I did because I was like, hmm, better Mm. movies.
0: So, uh, of course, uh, him being uh, John Steed, he has a sword cane... Yeah. Uh or an umbrella cane. Uh what did I call it here? Did I write something down? Uh a swordbrella.
1: Yeah. Swordbrella. Swordbrella. That's my favorite Jane Fonda movie.
0: Yeah. And meanwhile Saragus the Winter is fighting with what seems to be a quarter staff of some sort, uh just like a stick. Uh I don't know. I don't know. So they have a fight and they fight on this bridge and there's like water coming around and shit. And they fight into where the where where what I assume the stairs are to go up to the next bridge. And we don't see it, but they somehow must fight up the stairs then to get to the bridge that's up higher. Don't skip the fact
1: that Uma Thurman and rayfides arrived on the scene in bubbles.
0: Yes, right. Oh, yes, I fucking forgot about the bubbles. I thought... Was- Okay, so in my head, I was like, between this and the peacock, I thought there was a, it was like some reference to the prisoner, but then I remembered, oh right, okay, so Patrick McNee was not on the prisoner, that was Patrick McGowan, who's a different actor altogether, so I don't know what the fuck was up with that. My, my thought was, it's like, okay, so they, they get off the water, they open the things and they get out, but how the fuck did they get into them? Who pressurized their fucking balls Like this was like a carnival ass fucking ride Because I've seen this at the exhibition in Fredericton And it's the worst special effect of the movie (laughs) Which you think would be the simplest one The easiest thing to do And they still can't pull it off Okay so anyway yeah their fight So they have a fight They have a sword fight And and a lot of this fight apparently was cut out Because at some point you see Ray finds Has got like slashes on him And like is bleeding But we never saw that actually happen Of course not Um So they they have their fight. They go up the stairs. We don't see it. They come out. They fight on the higher bridge. And then at some point, Ray finds, grabs Sir August de Winter's quarterstaff. Yeah. And then stabs him with his own weapon. And then he kind of like reels back. And then uh, some lightning. Comes out of the air and strikes him. Yep. And then. And then. But that's, you'd think that would be the end of it. Yeah. you think that would just finish him off, Brendan. But, but no, no. That's not what happens. What happens is that the lightning, which is striking him, somehow also begins to suck him up off the bridge and into the air. And then as his body is disintegrating in this lightning strike, he is then sucked into the storm and disappears. Never to be seen. Ever again. Stabbed electrocuted and tornadoed tornadoed yeah absolutely he's
1: gone he <laughs> the is there is nothing left of this man <laughs> the top death ever Sean is like I want you to make damn sure I don't have to come back for this That's fucking right. bullshit. no sequels for this thing no sequels no I'm sequels. done I'm going to make this and League of Extraordinary Never Gentleman. say
0: never again
1: <laughs> I mean do say never again LXG is going to be my comeback it's going to make me all the money
0: and so the ending of the movie—if we want to get to that—so uh, yeah, uh, and then the movie ends with them, uh, like literally after this happens. The movie ends with them on a rooftop having some champagne, and mothers there, and they have a, a bond. Mo, I'm sure I don't remember even what it is, and then the movie fucking ends. Woo! Thank Christ.
1: Or does it? The end question mark. Da 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 da. Wait, that's James Bond. All right. Da da da. There, that's the Avengers theme. And now we're going to take a brief commercial break. Jason, what, Brendan? We're talking about the Avengers. We've been talking about the Avengers today. Well, yes. One yes. of the greatest films ever made. Yeah. yeah uh, sure. But uh, you know what? There's just there's something missing. What's missing from our from that movie, Brendan? Well, not the movie, but like the experience, because somebody's listening to this right now. Yeah. Possibly dozens of people. Could be. Could be more than that. I hope so. Hi, Justin. I hear you out there. <laughs> Those people, though, you know what they're not getting right now? What? Money. Money? They're not getting paid for listening to us. I can get paid for listening to me? You. Whoa. Or, or you know, what were they thinking? or or other podcasts there's other ones right? I think so. <laughs> so. So I've heard I think it's just I think it's just my two podcasts. It's that's just it. it's just uh, your, your two podcasts and Ricky Jervis. R- yeah, Ricky Jervis. that's yeah, how you say that. That's right, That's how uh, I say. It. And <laughs> but thankfully I have a solution. There's a better way. There's a better way to listen to podcasts and it's called Podcoin Podcoin. It's an app. You can download it on the App Store on your iPhone. Can I get it on Android? You can get it on Android. Sweet. So all you got to do... So what you do is you use this app to look up any podcast you could think of they are thousands and thousands of podcasts from from little engines that could like us to juggernauts like joe rogan how did this get made etc 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 those are the two examples i give every single time <laughs> you, you could be listening to never not funny you could be listening
0: to the giant Bombcast. you could be listening to uh, dan carlin's hardcore history any podcast
1: you like home video hustle everything i learned from movies all those guys you can listen to them, and while you listen, your minutes turn into money. Money! You earn pod coins, and with those pod coins, Jason... What can I do with them? You can get gift cards. Ooh! Or, if you're feeling like a charitable sort... Oh, yeah? You can give the charity. Well, I mean, yeah. Here's the, here's the kicker. Yeah? If you want to sign up today, which... Obviously, you should sign up with Podcoin. You can use the promo code SCREENPOD, Screen Pod. That, Screen Pod. That's S C R E E N P O D, and you'll receive three hundred bonus Podcoins just for signing up. Holy crap! Yeah. Now, if you have gone ahead and already downloaded the Podcoin app and you're like, ah, oh, I'm missing out on this opportunity, fear not. Because you can actually go into your app and add this code, ScreenPod, and you will still get your 300 bonus coins. So go get your coins, folks. Go get your coins. Go get your money. Get paid to listen to podcasts. Listen to podcasts. Support podcasts. Be a man. Or, be a man. Or woman. Or woman. It's yeah, 2019. Yeah, that's right.
0: Anybody uh, can listen to podcasts, guys. Men and women. And everybody should get paid the same
1: amount. Exactly. To listen to podcasts. To listen to
0: podcasts. Podcoin.
1: Oh, we should note, though. Uh, you know, uh, I, I'm, I'm going to pull my about, notes up because I U. want to Thurman talk about a few things. Cuts the wires. Yeah. The world was saved because of Eeny Miney Mo. <laughs> Thank goodness. I'm looking through my nose
0: right now, Brendan, because I feel like there's one other thing
1: I wanted to say. Oh, um, Trubshaw! Thur- we didn't talk about Trubshaw! Wait, Uma Thurman would have been 100% dead yeah. from that fall? Yeah. She uh, dies into the water from the top of the, th- the top of the thing the same way that Eddie Izzard dies? Yeah. And she's okay? Well, she she knew what she was doing. She would be dead.
0: Yeah. On two separate occasions. Okay, go ahead. I want to mention Trubshaw, who's the fellow that runs like the, the, the store where they go get the stuff from or is it like his valet or something he's the guy in the suit he's got a mustache gives him his vest yeah he's just super British and just... he's in like one scene isn't yeah he? well two He's. I think oh. he's in two separate seasons oh, okay. I just want to mention him because he was great he was super British I liked him very much um, the creepy Mrs. Peel picture uh, the cloud gives uh, him sexual pleasure well yes uh, one should never fear being wet I wrote that down Nope, and that was before oh, he watched. Oh, that was, so,
1: wait, that was before he watched the movie. There was movie. only
0: one scene in this movie where I legitimately laughed out loud, really loud. Okay, and that was when Ray Fiennes goes into that phone booth for the first time when the when the weather is happening, and he goes. I say this is a bit much <laughs> I thought that was really funny when he goes oh he, so yes, he, yes, he, yes the yes. weather's happening it's super intense he goes into the phone booth and just goes I say this is a bit much yeah
1: <laughs> I thought that was really funny genuine really good funny footage. moment yeah, congratulations lost. movie you got one you got one All right, also so...
0: you need to know too this is another fact I learned so in the 60s Avengers series when they were casting or they were writing this new role mm-hmm. uh, and they were trying to come up with a, a name for the character that Diana Rigg would eventually play big rig uh big rig big, big diana rig yeah um they they wanted a character that had man appeal they wanted a character that appealed to men oh and so, so they said mana so no yeah mana they appealing to mana they wanted to be able to, to cast magic spells <laughs> so i knew you would like that so i said it absolutely so no but, but so they they wanted a character that had man appeal and so they 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 called her originally samantha peel and then they shortened that to Mantha Peel, which they thought was Mantha. Kind of, yeah, Mantha. They thought it was real dumb, and so they just so they just started writing her character as M. Peel. And then eventually they thought, oh, well, we'll just call her Emma Peel, gotcha. and that's why she's Mrs. Emma Peel. Well, that makes sense. Um, Another interesting fact, also not related to her because she's a fictional character and this <laughs> dude's a real person, but a guy named John Peel wrote the last published Avengers novel in 1990.
1: I um, think I think we all <laughs> don't listen. know then That's fucking cool. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Uh, Marvel's adventures, right? <sighs> so it's funny because everyone's gonna think you just like don't like Marvel, but he's just getting annoyed by me, folks. He's he, he likes Marvel. It, when, it, I, I'm I, I don't dislike Marvel. I'm not super into Marvel, but but uh, the you, uh, you, you you admit that the MCU is superior to other Marvel films.
0: Oh, I will say that I enjoyed Iron Man 2 more than most people. Wait, so what was the point of the organization in retrospect? Like, what was... Like, he wanted to control the weather to get business. Were
1: they all part of the business? Mm, Jason, you're asking questions for which I don't have the answers. I just don't know. I just... I just want some semblance of closure on this movie. Well, let's I do have some background. Okay, help me. So we talked about a lot of the background. Yeah. But let's let's just say that Warner Brothers did not preview this film for critics. Oh, not surprising. The film was dramatically re-edited prior to release. Yeah. So sections of
0: it failed to make sense. And again, I'm 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 very happy on one sense because I don't I wouldn't have wanted to watch a hundred and fifteen minute version of this movie. Right. But at the
1: same time, maybe it would have made more sense yeah it might have helped so the original cut of this film film, we've been drinking ran around 115 minutes according to advanced reviews I thought they didn't give advanced reviews Uh, according to people who saw it yeah Yeah. Uh, many of the scenes cut include okay Okay. there's a lot of them so here we go the original opening sequence featured the evil Emma infiltrating a secret base, a Prospero project. We mentioned that. She drives up to the base in a blue Jaguar on a secluded London highway and enters through a red phone booth by uttering the words, How now, brown cow? Okay, so in
0: 1998, I feel like getting another Jaguar like that in the same color would have been a very expensive proposition. But then again, he can control the weather and clog people, so he must have resources.
1: Well, this movie made lots of money, Jason. <laughs> um, after gaining access to the base, she proceeds to kill several of the scientists and security personnel destroys the base by blowing it up also so these are more scenes there's a lot the scene of Sir August de Winter playing organ was originally shown after the opening as the bass blows up he exclaims let our revels begin when Emma Peel enters the gentleman's club the attendant who insists that she not enter because she is a woman continues to prevent her from entering and, and at which point she karate chops him which sends him flying down a flight of stairs. I, w- I wish that would have been in the movie. That would have been hilarious. No idea why they cut that. <laughs> a scene of Sir August De Winter dressed in the teddy bear suit rhythmically slicing the face of a scientist to classical music while trying to figure out the clues to the Prospero Project. I feel like they just cut that just not to get an R rating because that seems pretty fucking gruesome. The first meeting between Emma Peel and John Steed was originally longer. Uh, As was Ray Fine's penis. <laughs> you can... <laughs> oh, I lost everything. It was much shorter in the theatrical cut for some reason. <laughs> you can see her walking through the corridors before she finally makes her way into the sauna. The dialogue is longer, more frank, and it isn't dubbed. Because most of the dialogue in this movie is dubbed. Uh, there's a more coherent explanation of why Emma's jag exploded after the mechanical bee attack because that just happens randomly. Mm. Emma Peel drops from De Winter's arms as she is escorted to his room. She doesn't like he doesn't let go of her and brings her back up swiftly. When Sir August De Winter has Emma Peel in his bed, like Jason said earlier, he lowers the zipper on her shirt just a little bit more. Mm. Uh, there are more scenes of Peel and Steed walking through the corridors of Wonderland Weather. Oh, the George Lucas approach. There's more walking around. <laughs> yep. Emma <laughs> Steele bounces back and forth between the walls of her padded cell. Sir August Winter drives to the World Council meeting in a Rolls-Royce snowplow. Okay. after it begins snowing heavily as a result of the weather machine Okay I get machine. cutting
0: that cuz that's really fucking stupid
1: <laughs> There are <laughs> more shots of mother witnessing the worldwide destruction that the weather machine is causing There are more scenes of Peel and Steed walking through De Winter's headquarters after they lower in through the telephone booth More walking around There's an extra shot of Big Ben exploding
0: Why not you want to you the, the Independence Day Big Ben so they should have had another shot cuz they wanted to like fucking
1: get their money's worth <laughs> During the climactic battle team John Steed and Sir August DeWinter. DeWinter slices Steed with his sword several times, as you said earlier. Uh, DeWinter raises his arms as the battle nears its end. Steed becomes enraged towards the end of the battle. Note how Steed's shirt is inexplicably cut and bloodied after the fight begins. After the Prospero Project self-detonates, a countdown clock begins to tick near towards the explosion. When the explosions begin... The silver dome in the headquarters is shown exploding. Okay, that's the other thing I want to point out. You notice when that self destruct
0: starts, it goes self destruct mode engaged. Three, two, one You don't start the self destruct mode at fucking three. You started at like at least sixty seconds, minimum. Who, who designed minimum.
1: that? Minimum. I never watched like,
0: Star Trek Six. I've got feel to like, underst- or Star Trek Three. You have to understand.
1: I feel like Kevin Smith needs to make another Clerks film just to have that discussion. Yes, absolutely. And he is. I think. Well, he's doing the Jane Sada Bob reboot, which is right. brilliant, and I'm excited that he's doing it. Um, this movie references Blade Runner. Where? Because there is a part in the chess match. Uh, so, for in the chess match, yeah. they make the same moves as in Blade Runner, oh. and the line that's that deep. Connery says to Ray Fines during their final battle, time to die. Okay, that's
0: where I recognized it from, because I'm like, that's... I thought that that was very obvious, but yeah, you're right. Absolutely. That's fucking Roy Batty. Is it Roy Batty? Is that his name?
1: Uh, Like tears in the rain. Roy Batty, yes, which is funny because he's the (laughs) Batty. I just realized that now. Glittering off the sea
0: beams. Uh, The Anheuser Gate. I'm drinking Budweiser. That's why I said Anheuser (laughs) Gate.
1: This is, a, this is are a mess. The fucking rails are off. So, Ray Fine said of this movie, yeah. the following, I think it's a badge of honor to have a real flop on your resume. <laughs> he was also, here we go. He was signed on to this while he was filming The English Patient ah. and hadn't become a breakout star yet. Ah. So, think of this. Think so of he, this, okay? He, 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 t- he took a paycheck. Think about this, though. You're doing the English Patient, and as much as we ragged on that yeah, movie, it won a fucking huge, Oscar. It won the huge. mass. It
0: won the big one. Yeah. Made him
1: a star. Yeah, made a lot of money. Schindler's list did not make him a star. No. He was a name, but English Patient made him a star. Yeah. <laughs> Middle of English Patient, <laughs> he says yes to the Avengers. Yeah. English Patient is done. Oscar season is rumbling. Yeah. The Avengers comes out two years later. Yeah. Can't stop
0: it. Gotta no. do the movie. But you got to give him credit because then he goes on to play fucking Voldemort in the Harry Potter uh, series. We should not
1: say his name. I'm sorry.
0: He who should not be named. He plays he who should not be named. Like the village. Like the village. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? I didn't see that movie. Oh, oh,
1: spoiler alert. It's terrible. It's, uh, they're in the middle of the real world. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, the modern world. Yeah. The real world. <laughs> they're on the show, the real world. Yeah. Did you see the new Unbreakable sequel? What is going on? I Glass. Didn't even know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Was it any good? It's okay. Did you see the other one, Split? I like Split a lot. Okay. Because did you like did you like Unbreakable as much as I did? Because I liked I like Unbreakable a lot.
1: Okay. Um, Split is very good. Yeah. Glass is okay, mm-hmm. but it it isn't as good as it thinks it is. And Does Bruce Willis. Wallace... Anything? Does there any sort of resolution to the whole? Uh, I I'll leave to you. I'll leave you to see it. All right. Um. It's worth a watch. Funny. It's worth a watch. Okay. I will say that, uh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's. You know what, folks? I think the best thing to suggest to you
0: is just don't watch movies, watch TV shows. That's where all the good shit is these days. A so. split
1: is pretty good. I also like to visit. So I'm just saying. Yeah. 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 Except for when the kid raps. I watched half of eighth grade the other day. That was really good.
0: <laughs> you gonna finish it? <laughs> yeah, I want it because I love Bo
1: Burnham. So. Okay. I'm in. <laughs> Jason. <laughs> Brandon. We're, I was gonna do a deep dive, but I think we deep dive this enough. I think we,
0: we I think we gave this movie far more than it's due. I mean, we're certainly not the first podcast to talk
1: about this movie. Ah, uh, uh, we are. Okay, we are. Yeah. How did this get what? Who? <laughs> did they do that movie? They did. Hold on. Here Who was the guest? I do not know. Oh. But let's get into the critique section because mm. this movie went. To the Razzies. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Um, do you want to know what it was nominated for? What was it nominated for, Brennan? Okay. Worst original song. Apparently a song called Storm. Must have played during the credits. Yeah, maybe. Um, I don't remember it. <laughs> worst screenplay. Okay, yeah. Worst director. Yeah. Worst supporting actor for Sean Connery. <laughs> Yeah. worst screen couple for Fianidas and Thurman. See, I didn't think it was that bad. Like, I thought they were okay,
0: but you know, it wasn't like, you know, they weren't like Bogey and fucking Catherine Hepburn. Oh,
1: Bogey and McCall.
0: <laughs> <laughs> were Bogey and Heather, Catherine Hepburn ever in a movie together? I don't know.
1: I don't think so. I think you're thinking of Bogey and McCall. I think you're thinking of Bogey and McCall. <laughs> it wasn't like, it was like Emma Stone and Wesley Snipes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, be, that... I want to see that man he might be her new ryan gosling also no thank you <laughs> uh okay so worst actress uma thurman i mean she was fine her accent is pretty bad yeah yeah
0: worst actor ray fines okay no, I me mean, again like i i i feel like this movie in some ways captured the tone of series of series four and five of the avengers like i said they can't all be it's, the Mod Squad. They, yeah, and they can't all be the Mod Squad. Like, like they, they, they were not successful, but I think they did at least in some part capture what that was. Right. It wasn't great, but it got it across. <laughs> it was also nominated for Worst Picture. Did not win. Who who won that year? It was nominated alongside Spice World, hmm.
1: uh, Godzilla. Yeah. Speaking of other British films, you could technically do Spice World. Spice World. Uh, Armageddon, Ooh.
0: which wasn't that bad as far as bad it's, movies it's go. Not good. But ultimately, uh, the movie that won that year so won, excited. quote unquote. I'm so was excited.
1: An, Ali Sm- an Alan Smithy film, Burn Hollywood Burn. And I'm going to go on a bit of a rant here. Oh my God, we're an hour and a half this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go on a bit of a rant here. I want to do this film for my other podcast. Yeah. What were they thinking? impossible movie to find really <laughs> yeah wow i mean was it not released on dvd uh i don't know but it's really hard to find and i'm not buying i'm not buying no it. i know certainly
0: not certainly not
1: okay so anyway the razzies and the one it does win is worst remake or sequel okay yeah yeah absolutely um okay you ready for this i mean
0: ultimately i want to know like what the what the logic was into thinking that people would give a shit about the avengers in 1998 So you're kind of saying what were they thinking no oh, I'm, okay. I'm more saying like what 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 was in their head at the time oh. that they decided to green light this movie that's what i was originally going to call the podcast but just didn't have the same ring to it right what do you think this movie did you look up the Rotten Tomatoes? I did see it in passing. I believe it is a okay. 5%?
1: For critics? Yeah. That is correct. Do you know what the audience rating is? No, I do not. You want to take a guess? Uh, 3%. Oh, higher than that. Oh, uh, 15%? 18%. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, huh. It is on IMDb. Mm. It has a 3.7 out of 10. It is on the bottom 100 list. What number is it on the bottom 100 list, Brennan? Number
0: 70. Seventy. Okay, so yeah, there's there's sixty nine worse movies than this up top, my brother. Jason. Yeah, this movie is fucking terrible. Yeah, this movie's bad. Now, I I want to say like, I mean, it is number seventeen on the list.
1: Yeah, no, it's not.
0: Go ahead. I want to say like th- this. This is a bad movie. There, I've seen though in my life worse movies than this. Uh, Chief among them, My Father the Hero oh. and Batman and Robin. Um, but like this movie is mildly entertaining, but like, like in my mind, for me personally, the most one of the most entertaining bad movies is Battlefield Earth, and the reason Battlefield Earth to me is so entertaining is because every last scene is ridiculous. It, it helps that every scene is a Dutch angle, and that uh, the acting is fucking awful, and that the book that it's based on is not very good. So the Avengers doesn't quite live up to that, but but the Avengers is there's enough entertainingly bad in this movie that it's it's not painful to watch it's bad and you will you will marvel at how bad it is ah, you,
1: won't... you did it you said it's a Marvel movie! <sighs> 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 continue laugh it up fuzzball <laughs>
0: but yeah so Star you Trek. know what I, I'm gonna kill you I'm seriously gonna kill you <laughs> you don't misrepresent my fandom with bullshit like that it's Star Wars you almost said Star Trek okay, Star going. Trek's the better one
1: oh ouch yeah nope.
0: shots fired fuckers Correct. I don't know what, what else do we have is there anything else left we need to say about this fucking movie the Avengers is fucking terrible
1: yeah The thing is that it probably could have been a good movie with the right writing and director behind it, a something like Kingsman. Yeah, well, exactly. I think the
0: ultimate conclusion we could come to is that the tone that the Avengers wanted was what Kingsman did. However,
1: it's not like Kingsman. No, it is not. There are parts of the movie that are sloppily cut out and makes the movie make even less sense. Yeah. This is the worst. Yeah. So having said that, it is the second worst movie we've ever watched on top of the English patient. On top of the English patient. (laughs) No. No, no. no,
0: seriously. Seriously. I had more fun watching this movie than I did watching the English It's not a better movie, though. I'm not going to argue that it's a better movie, but what I'm going to argue is that I had more fun watching it.
1: It's dog caca.
0: Yes, it is dog caca, but like The English Patient, I was ready to fall asleep while watching it. So what are we doing here? Are we rolling the dice? What are we doing? So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, We had a couple thoughts. I had a thought that we could pick a movie for next time, because what I'm suggesting is that this episode has been fun for us. Now, whether it's fun for you, we'll find out. And please let us know, because we'd like to know if you actually enjoyed us drinking and doing this fun episode. Brendan has another podcast about bad movies with uh, Nathan, and it's wonderful, and you should listen to it. What is like, it called? Uh, I believe it is called... How Did This Get... Ah! Oh, What Were They Thinking? Thank you. Right. Okay. But if you if you like this episode, let us know. We want to do more at some point. I mean, as as for us, at least as a break between movies as i said to brendan earlier like if we uh, get like a four hour epic and then it is bookended by a kitchen sink drama then maybe we'll take a moment to watch a bad movie and have right. fun yeah and if you actually i, I want to say if you have any suggestions for what terrible british movies we should watch say, please let you. us know
1: yes thank you for saying british
0: yeah preferably british we, we would like to watch bad british movies uh, in the occasional time that we decide to do this so let us know if you have is, any suggestions um is the I, mod squad british uh, I don't think so. That's an American show. Damn it! Yeah, it's unfortunate. Uh, we may watch Are You Being Served, the movie at some point if I can convince Brendan to do it because I feel like it is terrible because I love the show but the movie I never liked. Um, yeah. So The other carry-on movies? Yeah, the carry-on movies. Um, but for fun, can you pull up the uh, top 100 bottom IMDb list? Sure. I just want to I want to roll the dice, and if we get a movie that is British, we or, may very well do. Or close to British. I want to I want to roll the dice in it, and at some point, maybe we'll do that movie, maybe we won't, but I just want to see what we come up with. Okay. For fun. Because we we don't have a dice roll. We know. Next week, Brendan, what are we watching?
1: We're watching... Well, we rolled the dice last time. We were watching The Sporting Life. Okay. All right. So, some Richard Harris shit. So, get ready for that.
0: That's some black and white stuff, and we'll talk about it, but... Uh, but yeah, uh, uh, but so this week we'd like to roll the dice to see what... Well, I guess there's uh, a bottom
1: 250. Oh,
0: well, we only need the, the 100 of them.
1: I know, I don't know why it's not coming up. With the I don't one. have a
0: D250, Brendan, that's not a dice. Here we go,
1: here we go, here we go. Here we go, here we go, it. here I got we it, I got it, bottom 100. So... I mean...
0: We're taking hits from
1: the bomb. You know what we're going to do, Jason? What's that? Because I think... I think you rolled... Yeah, for the sporting life. So I don't want to fuck up the the flow no. of the roll. So I'm going to give you one. I'm going to take one. And we're All going to right. roll together.
0: So I have the 10s dice and you and have, I have the, the ones. Uh, ones dice. Here we so, go. So we're going to see what movie comes up and if it is vaguely British, we'll consider doing it the next in time. the future. And if not, we'll talk about it. So we get a 0 for his dice, so this will be an even number. And mine is 50. So, movie 50 on the top 100 worst movies. Okay. Or the bottom 100, I guess you would call it. What movie is it, Brendan? <laughs> is it vaguely British at all? No, not even. What is it? Let's talk about it. <laughs> the
2: Master of Skies. <laughs> I've never
1: seen that.
0: Not even vaguely British. Oh, fuck it. Next time we next do time, this... You know what? I've never seen it. So next time we do this bad movie, we will watch The Master of Disguise <laughs> and, and pretend Carvey. it's a British movie. Oh.
1: <laughs> Sorry. Dana Carvey. S- 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 dana Carvey Esquire. Oh, fuck, I can't believe I landed on that. <laughs> oh, If only we had done this podcast... Uh, as an IMDB bottom 100 podcast. Oh
0: contest. man, man, we would have been like top of the iTunes.
1: By the way, I just want to tell you right now. Yeah. <laughs> just, do you want to know what we just avoided? What's that? Okay. What what was below it and what's above it? Dumb and dumber-er. Yeah. Uh, wait, was that what's the- 49.
0: Wait. No, that's the oh, prequel. So that's the prequel. Okay, yep. yeah, that, that only had one good scene, which was there's shit all over the walls with Bob Saget. And fifty
1: one was Slender Man. <laughs> oh goodness. Oh. So I don't know if we lucked out. Yeah.
0: But... Well, you know what? I think I'd rather watch Bastard of Disguise than Slender Man. Because the thing is, is that even if Dana Carvey is in a bad movie, Dana Carvey is still
1: super awesome.
0: Slender that's, Man, not so
1: much. That will be. The next time we do, uh, which time we want to fuck around? Next time we do for screen and drunk cast. Next time we do for screen and drunk tree. Woohoo! So, Jason, Brendan, we're going to wrap this up right now. Fuck, we should. So, I want to say that God save the queen. God save the screen. And for screen and country, I'm Brendan. And I'm Jason. April Fool. Ha!
0: You fucking dickheads! Fuck you!
2: Hey! There's a lizard on your head! Hey! There's a donkey in your bed! Hey! All your teeth are turning red! i played a joke on you! Hey! You drank water instead of pop! Hey!
1: That's not candy, that's a
2: rock! Hey! There's an ice cube in your sock I play a joke on you April Fool's Day, April Fool's Day It's a great, great day for playing a joke Hey, there's a spider in your hair
0: Hey, there's a Hello ladies and gentlemen, this is Sir Wellen Fort Hemingford uh, and I was the star of last week's film, My Mother the Brasier uh, Hello, this is Lord Leslie Farn Seppesworth, and you may remember me as the star of last week's film, The Sink is Dead.
1: The Sink is Dead? What the fuck are you talking about? Okay, okay.
0: Hello, this is Count Samuel Steen von Hammerschmidt, and I'm the star of last week's film, My Baby Is Not a Baby. <coughs> Hello, this is Lord Harold McStent-Fuckington. Can't and I was the star of last week's film, <laughs> Brendan is a shit. Fuck you. <laughs> can't use any of those. Oh, this is outtakes at the end for sure. Hello, this is Lord Stanley Haver-Farvington. And I was the star of last week's film. Sit on the bench and stop talking. This is Michael Kane, And I like fucking. Oh, do I like fucking. I love fucking. Oh.
2: Okay,
1: hold on. i got to fucking contain myself. All right. <sighs> Hi, I'm Jason. And you know, I'm a big butt. Butt, butt, butt. Here's the episode, but
0: You really nailed me there. Thanks. Good stuff. I need another drink.